ömligt du Hello and welcome to a very special episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey, guys. We're in the middle of season one and season two, and as a result of that, we thought we'd do some around the table discussions. So this is around the table volume one, and um, we have, I've mixed up the groups. I've mixed them up for chaotic purposes. So we're going to go around the table. You're going to introduce your characters, because that's how people know you, and then we're going to jump into some questions for you guys. And we're just going to talk, talk about your characters. Talk about the adventure so far. Talk about your opinions. Just some general D&D chat, guys, just to get everybody excited for season two, but also to celebrate what we've done in season one. And they're all saying, which way are we going to go? Because this is the first time I've been at this table without <laughs> dice in front of them. So let's just do the old-fashioned Rochambeau. Go. We have Rengar going first. <laughs> I'm Rengar the Moonlit. What else did you want to know? You didn't. You said name. Name, race, class, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, Just so yep. people know what character they're listening to. Rengar the Moonlit, the High Elf Ranger Rogue. I am Zendatus Demerol. I am a half-elf, half-tiefling, uh, half-sorcerer, half-warlock. I'm a lot of halves. That's too many halves. You'd think that, but I'm 200% awesome. <laughs> 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 It's a great start. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then we have... I am Jesui Undu, and I am a high sun elf rogue gunslinger. Uh, I am Felix Kitten. I'm a sun soul monk. No, how's for me? He goes, oh, I'm a tabaxi. Yeah, he's a tabaxi. An Iskiros tabaxi. Kitty cat. Kitty kitty. All right. Guys, we're going to kick it off with the first segment of today. This is going to go through a couple of segments. The first segment is called Appearance and Gear. Insert catchy little jingle. And the first question I want to ask you guys, and we can answer it in the same fashion we did to introduce ourselves, is uh, what are your character's most recognizable physical traits? It can be one thing. It can be two things. What's their most recognizable physical trait? So if people saw you in a crowd and they said, hey, that is... Yeah. What would they see? What well, would they see? For Rengar, I think straight away, he's uh, he's a moon elf. He's very um, like that shimmery sort of gray blue that you see of the skin. Um, the most dominant feature, though, would be his like his, his balding head and very high, long ponytail that he has. Uh, that's the first thing you probably noticed. And um, he's sporting quite a beard for an elf. Which uh, they don't typically have. So, and then secondly would be his newly adorned longbow. So I'd say that'd be the two most dominant features. Very cool. And immaculate armor, of course. Of course, okay. always clean, always clean, always. Now let's go to Zen. Uh, yeah, Zen's uh, probably got like four or so uh, most notable features. Probably the biggest one would be the two giant horns sticking out of his head. Um, I think that's. Uh, a little bit of a noticeable thing. <laughs> um, he's also got like starch white hair. Um, and then he wears two very bright blue socks. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, beyond, beyond belief blue. And then a bow tie because bow tie's cool. Bow ties are cool. And we go to Jusui. 
I can't talk about Jusui's uh, most notable physical feature. <laughs> this is supposed to be a, an 18 plus uh, show. So it's a family show. It's yeah, a family show. I, most you know, of the time. I won't talk about that one. I'll go. I'll go to the next ones. I guess uh, it'd be it'd be his hair and his eyes. Eyes are mm. very piercing blue, very deep and very very dark blue, but at the same time lighter to the edges. It makes a 3D sort of effect. You get lost in his eyes, you see. Yeah. Uh, and his hair, which is uh, quite golden blonde and uh, slicked over and uh, looks sharp, you know, nice high fade into into a bit of a... Well, I mean, look at me right now. That's pretty much it, yeah. Just flicked up a little <laughs> bit. Exactly yeah. what I look yeah. like. That's, what I was that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. His hair grows as long as I do. Except he doesn't have a beard. No beard. No you beard know. for just yep. me. Yeah, no beard. And Felix? Um... That's probably Um, what's special about Felix. uh, He's a cheetah print. Mm, That is cool. Seems taller than he probably actually is. He's only like 6'2", but because he hunches over and he's actually... He's got that punch and reach. Mm. Like that werewolf out of Harry Potter where the motherfucker stands up. Oh, blurb that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on, are we allowed to say the F-bomb? Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? The wolf at a prisoner of Azkaban where he like stands up and he's like, whoa. Yeah, 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 so it's all like that. So he he seems like a small person because he tries to give off like a happy, happy, like nice, like approachable sort of vibe. So he sort of hunches and makes himself look smaller. All right, let's move on from that question. Wow, we. What is your character's most prized possession? Oof. Let's I'll go talk about way. it again. Opposite way. I'm going to go opposite <laughs> way this time. It could be something that you have as a result of your history. It could be something that you've come into possession with throughout season one. Uh, something that your character identifies with. Um, again, three possessions. Like, I think I've had 10 gold. I hold these. Like, I haven't gained or lost any. I've probably maybe like the little, um, anytime I get like a animal figure off someone, especially since someone was giving me a key. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Yeah, so I think everybody would think it'd be the uh, the Crown Killer pistols, mm. but it's not. Uh, it'd be the Dragon Dragon Fang dagger that I, you know, well, sweet nicked off his old man, and then uh, subsequently got it nicked off him by some halfling little rogue prick, still mm. unknown to me, potentially. Mm. Uh, sweet thinks he knows who it is. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that plans out whether Aaron wants to be a dick or not and let me get my <laughs> dagger back. I do want to be a dick. You're not getting it back. Well, funny you should talk about daggers. If you've got my dragon, <laughs> dragon dagger, dragons. I don't have yours. Um, I have my mother's dagger. Um, not knowing, Zendatus not knowing his mother um, and not really having much from her. The only thing that he really did have was um, a dagger that was given to him by his father that uh, said that it was it belonged to his mother. And he's kind of always kept it on his person. Um, he uses it more just, you know, kind of like a charm kind of situation. Um, I've never drawn it out in combat, but it's always been there. Cool. So question for Zen then. Like yeah. you, you don't. You don't know much about your mother at all. Your dad doesn't talk about. I know nothing, nothing. about my mother. So he really. doesn't. Like, speak I know. About her well, it's more the fact that Zen knows. Zen's a really smart dude. Yeah, he knows the life of his father. He knows that the fact that an elf lives ten lives of any other real race, including his own, 
uh, like, well, you know, being half elf, he, he still only lives a shorter amount of time. So he knows that for elves, a relationship is a really big deal, especially when it's not with one of their own race, because they're going to watch their loved one grow age while they stay the same. So he knows not to really bring it up because it could bring emotional hurt to his dad and everything. And he knows that he's half of a very rare race and his father might know information about where his mother went, but that could bring unwanted attention to his mother okay. as well. So it's like, a bit of, bit like, of mystique like about a vol- it. Like a, Vulcan, yeah, like a Vulcan <laughs> and a human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Jess Wee's more like, I keep getting older, but the girls, they stay 18. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah, that's, uh, that is odd that you mentioned that because like even when I know uh, when I was sort of going through Rengar's backstory and that, and even in RP, um, as you will see soon enough, um, he's very, he doesn't get attached with that sort of shit. Like he's just very about the job, about the you know, who do I have to kill? What do I have to stop? What do I do? You know, that he's, comes from he being just, a soldier for exactly, so long. Exactly, that's right. And it just he just it's instilled in him and he just does no time for that shit. Um, undoubtedly his longbow. That is his pride and joy. You know, he um he he's embellished it, he's got a name for it now. Um, and I really don't think even if he got something better, he'd part with it. It's just something that would just be there all the time, you know. And I think he really likes that rapier he picked up pre bo series as well mm. which they swindled out of a, a um out of the blade coincidentally and oh, a little back, back for you yeah well let's go to our next question there are a lot of factions a lot of groups in the valiant odyssey series and your characters are a part of a lot of different ones um, most of you are a part of the valiant odyssey adventures guild there are some that are more intertwined with the unseen there are some who really no- nobles and there are some who are really well acquainted with the people on the eye catcher and Tazenless's uh ship so my question to you guys is what groups within the city is your character aligned with and how do you feel about those groups or factions um so yeah probably just the main one that your group is kind of or your character is aligned with the most and the one that's probably the most impactful to you through your role play and through your influence and how you play so let's start in the middle now we'll start with zen uh, yeah, Zen really only has two main factions. Um, he really wouldn't, wouldn't mind having only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, his main two would be uh, the Wazonia Academy, um, which is his main one. And of course, the Odyssey. Um, he feels the Wazonia Academy is home. Like, that is where he feels comfortable. It's where he spent most of his life, even in early childhood, um, with his father being a teacher there. Um, He just spent time at the library, uh, at the giant, oh, what was the dome called? Biblioplex. Biblioplex. um, And the gardens and everything like that. Uh, What was the garden's name? Fuck me, I don't know, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I got the crematorium, and I'm like, that is not correct. <laughs> oh. The Arcanum. That's right. The Sanctum Arcanum. Yes. Um, he just has fond memories of chilling out under a tree, reading a book, 
or just spending time at night there while his father works late just watching the stars where it that his passion grew. Mm. The Odyssey, on the other hand, <laughs> the Odyssey Nearly is- gets him killed. Yeah, yeah on often, a daily often. basis. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, not only does it get him almost killed, it almost killed his dad twice. Mm-hmm. Well, technically it almost turned his dad into a half demon thing and then kind of like me. Uh, and that was a cool episode. That was, was yeah. On. That was a really that was a good story. Fun, fun episode. And we'll talk about that one later. <laughs> um but then it exploded. Oh, wait, no. No, everyone knows it exploded. Okay, cool. <laughs> you, you, you did make some friends when you came with us. I did. I did make a lot of friends. Yeah, you had that, um, his name now, the orc that shielded you from the arrows. Yeah, no, he loved yeah. you. And that it's not Fred. only just the- Fred. Fred, Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah. And that is true. And it's not only just the NPCs that we've made friends with. Like, in all honesty, he does feel like a lot of you uh, did become close friends to him. Um, I'm not. <laughs> True enough. We haven't met. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like with everyone there. Um, and I think he's grown especially close to Micah. Much to Micah's hatred. <laughs> disdain. Yeah, disdain. disdain. Definitely disdain. No, much much to his apathy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is a place of danger, but also a place of good people. I mm. think, yeah. All right, just we completely different childhood to Zen. What about your factions? Who influences you the most as a character? Uh, as I don't think any of them really influence the way just we acts. Like, if you haven't really noticed, he doesn't really give a fuck. Um, you know, obviously, very true. <laughs> purely because of Shavi, he'd be aligned with the unseen. But you know. I think it's coming up, but uh, you, you should realize by now, like, fuck the unseen. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, like, Valiant Odyssey just wants me because of my contacts. Like, that I don't know if Rengar still has... Oh, Rengar doesn't have the same contacts as I do. That's right. Um, yeah, they just want me for my contacts. So it's making me feel a little bit cheap, which is why, you know, just we was pretty hesitant with Arden and, you know, didn't just do it out of the goodness for humanity because honestly, he's a sun elf and they're racist as all shit in Almira. So, you know, fuck sea elves and fuck the humans. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, like if you go on into Jiswee's background and, you, and you'll figure out why, but, uh, you know, I'll leave that for, for future episodes. But um, yeah, he doesn't really like the rest of the factions on that either don't know who Jiswee is because I've never met him or they fucking hate him because he's killed a lot of people. Mic drop. I know, yeah. like, the, fuck the whole, all the other elves and humans. What about the women? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if, if the whole place oh, is what? Yeah. Oh, what about women? Okay, wait, let's go through the list real quick. Okay? <laughs> just here, so, uh, Odyssey doesn't like him right now because he's blamed for blowing the place up. The Unseen don't like him because, well, I'll leave that. That's in the story, but there's a reason the Unseen don't like him right now. Uh, Tezanless likes me actually, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, except I tried to fuck his missus. So, yeah, just listen to that episode. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay, uh, half the nobles love me, like carnally, and the other half hate me because <laughs> I carnally loved their other halves. Uh, the city watch and guard and, really and stole their shit. And, and stole, stole their shit. Their shit. Yep. Uh, the city watch and guard really don't like me because I've like just. 
Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he's wiped his ass with the code of conduct of Cadmium, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the Wasonia Institute don't have a clue who I am, and Undercliff, like, I don't have a fuck, cl- fucking clue who they are, so who cares about Undercliff? Uh, and that's about it, yeah. Let me get this right. So you're, I don't know if this has been told about your character, but was he, like, once up in where the yeah. um, elves were? Was he a soldier up there? No. Like, for a special force? No. Oh, uh, I mean, like that's one way to put it. Shady, like, sort of, like, assassin group. Oh, uh, special force. Like, yeah. Special force is probably the best yeah. way to put it. They're like, the uh, it's the, it. it's the Legion. Like uh, a team sort of thing. Well, it's a special a, group of people. What did I call it again? Legion of the Legion of Foreign Angels. Yeah. Mm. Uh, foreign Legion of Angels. Mm. Yeah. It's the Foreign Legion of Angels. So like, it's basically outcasts from Almera. Well, not outcasts, but you know, your fifth and sixth sons of noble houses like that, you know, they're not going to be commanding armies on the field, but you know, they got to go do something. And usually you're looking at history, your fifth and sixth, seventh sons, that kind of thing. They're usually the shiftier motherfuckers. So uh, the Foreign Legion of Angels is like the like ranger mercenary group in Almera. So he got sent off there real quick and then some shit happened. Backstory, backstory, roleplay, roleplay, drama, <laughs> drama. You sort of get a feeling as to why Just We is the way Just We is. But he, tragedy, backstabbing, and then outcast. He's got like one mission and it's it's for the Foreign Legion of Angels. Like that's his mission. Like, so... Um, Just We seems really... Apathetic yeah. towards a lot of alliances, but it's really because he's loyal to an alliance that is well. It's an alliance to a lot that, of characters. Is this all like, like the anime Seven Deadly Sins sort of thing? Nah, nah, uh, nah. <laughs> but that's what I like. I mean, like a group of people, and they're like they stick together no matter what. Who um, everybody else can yeah. get fucked. Like it, it's, it's like weird because he's definitely an outcast of Almera. So like Rengar knows who Just We is. He's heard stories. because he's heard stories, stories yeah. because like the story of Jess Wee is sort of like that's like eat your vegetables or you end up like Jess Wee. Like <laughs> it's that kind of story in Almera. Um, because like if you don't realize Jess Wee's 298 years old. So like he's he's lived some shit. So um it you know uh it was Rengar and who else was it that would know Jess Wee? Morvin. Morvin, that's mm. right. Yeah, the high elves know who he is. He's you know, probably knows Rengar as like that. You know, the, I don't know which son you are, but you know that bloody noble family, that kid. One of one of like, two. Yeah. So one of eight, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. So yeah, he knows of that, but otherwise, it's sort of like he's got his mission. He knows who he's actually loyal to, and he just goes about doing that. And it actually ties into why he has sex with so many women. And then we'll go to Felix. What groups? <laughs> <laughs> what groups and factions are you most connected with? So I know you have some pretty decent opinions about Tezanless as yeah, Felix. Yeah, so the eyecatcher is probably the place I want to stay away from the most. I'm pretty sure he wants to make me either his pet or his furry lover. I don't mm-hmm. know, I have no idea which. Poskenos is dos. So um, I try and steer clear of Tezanless. Neither really others aren't seen because I know they're seen as being crooks and that's against my little Wait. greed. I make people who stole shit either like drop it or I steal it from them and then put it back where they put it going. Put it back where it goes, yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, so City Watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> he the, the, last, well, the last we saw, the last we saw Felix in terms of the City Watch, they were taking him to a prison cell. Yeah, to be arrested for the murder of one of their guys. Yeah, for the murder of Ornstone. So I'm guessing your opinion of them is probably not too high right. at the moment. And we'll see how that. It wasn't murder though; it was a fight pit. No, no. no. Ornstone came for him afterwards when Delnak was in the Undercliff region. 
Oh, he did too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That was before the overbite stuff. That was terrible. Just after. after. Mm, Yeah. Like we just finished. We're like, oh, thank God it's finished. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was. Also, Deuce Dog comes over and is like, oh. In the face again, and then um, and then he did, and then, and then did. his head exploded. And Felix looked at his hands, and he was like, "Holy shit!" Was yeah. it just? I thought it was his entire body from when you were describing it. Yeah, it was. Well, like, it, is. it was. It was like um, yeah. 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 It was like out of watching like goo. You are. You've been fucking. What's the name there, bud? Oh, I feel framed. Yeah. Yeah, just on the dick. Definitely, someone <laughs> I mean, framed. <laughs> Donut could have just yeah, exploded that, you instead. He could have done that to all of us. Yeah. yeah, and I'm being a dick to Delnac too. Like, <laughs> uh, that, that's not like because it was only because I rolled a really good in uh, in, uh, intimidation in, uh, um, insight insight check on Delnac, knowing that he would explode us if we fucked around. That I was like, oh shit, we took the. Yeah, they pages. Gave them to him, help them out too much, but so uh, Undercliff and the probably Odyssey, probably the biggest ones for me. Um, been Undercliff a few times now and helped me out, and um, it's a nice place. So it's um, quaint, quaint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I it's don't got mind. a village vibe. Reminds mind. Felix of home, kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind that, but that's also the reason why he left. Too quaint. And he wanted some adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is nice that I could. It is a little bit of taste, so I have to travel across the back to um, my village. Like, go back to the city exactly so, then, so yeah. you can get those feelings and then get back to business yeah and then, um, obviously well obviously has been like family to him and he really appreciates family so mm. he has some couple of family members but yeah it was uh, only a little bit of trouble my um, brother's yeah. a dick <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright and then Ranga. yeah so this is it's a bit of an interesting one because there's some pre-story and there's some current story so it's you know, the Odyssey to him is new, having come out of the book, so to speak, or out of the tome. And at that stage, Arden hadn't, wasn't, um, wasn't an owner of the Odyssey's guild. I don't feel uh, not before. At that point. Yeah, yeah, and um, he was a city guard, exactly, actually a city watchman. Right. Yeah, and um, you know, he knows Arden through his mother, Raydalia's tarry with him, and they have a son, Braxton, obviously that we know. Um, and his father passed many years before that, so she's free. Well, his by his word, he doesn't really care. It's his mom. He's do what you want, mom. Yeah, go for it. No. Dad's dad. You're Get amongst it. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's not not one to sort of deprive her of any of that. Like whatever, love, sweet, admiration, sweet whatever she wanted. Yeah. You know, and you know he's got a quite a fondness for Braxton, who is a hundred hundred years his uh, junior. So he's got that big brother vibe and really protected father role too. I guess. He's a bit well. of a rascal too. Yeah, Braxton. the unseen now. So this is pre-story. Um, when Rangar took the rapier and all that from that female, that's with reference to a, a sort of instance they had with the unseen previously, where he took a potion and they killed hmm. some. Um, he killed, killed the Fang. Yeah, we killed the Fang, who was like one of their big leading people yeah and, right um, hand man of the blade at the then time he sort of Ringo went chasing down the last guy to fucking nail him and he did but he found himself surrounded and surrounded well and, truly, and away so, from his party yeah and a he DM was gold mine yeah yeah he was in a spot of bother and um you know he just took something at face value which was it turned out it was lace or something so then that's how he had to try and find his way back to getting his sight back again um, which we now know gifted back by um, Delnac 
No. Oric. No. Um, Oric. That's it. Oric Iron Guard. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that was the whole switcheroo mm. thingy in the book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I was like two seconds from switching Hunter's Mark over to Delnak <laughs> when, when we realized that shit was going sideways and he wasn't quite who it seemed. Well, we sort of knew anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Unfortunately, roles dictate in D&D that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, so yep, no, 100%. Yep. Um, which is awesome. And it, it makes the story just that much better, I feel, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've met the Blade. They know all about that sort of stuff. But five years previous. Yeah. He has, he has. if anyone's in a lesser position to him, he does, doesn't give a fuck a little bit. Like, just sweet, you know, don't talk to me if you're not on my level. So, <laughs> yeah. And, he, mm. and he'll, he'd make that known pretty pretty quickly, too. <laughs> That he wouldn't appreciate that. Um, Wasoni Institute, obviously, Siraj, having popped in there. You know, he feels some obligation there, um, having done what's been done with Delnak being released. Um, the same to the Odyssey, I guess. Back I, got a, I got a question for Rengar. Mm. Like, didn't you guys become heroes of a frat at the Wasoni Institute? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we... Um, oh, that little story. <laughs> that little story. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we played a pretty intense game of... Um, of what Mage, Tower. Mage Tower. Mage Tower. We just talked about it at the start. It was honestly one of my favorite yeah. bits of D&D ever. It yeah. was fucking mm. sick. It was really fun. And um, I just got like some new abilities then inside the other boys. So, and a ladle. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we, we really had a lot. I mean, it was a great little icebreaker no, like, to get out of what we had been experiencing. It's pretty battle heavy. Yeah. And sort also, of stuff. And you, you also, as a group, went through some pretty heavy like RP narrative stuff. Yeah, sometimes it could yeah. be throwing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Silliness. Yeah. Silliness. And I think yeah. I, it sounds funny. Like I listened back to me talking about it just today, and you can hear the like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." Like you know, like yeah. and it was like one of those moments where you're like, "I oh, you help some kids." You just get a smile on your face yeah. because you're like, "This is fun." Yeah, it is yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think it just was like that moment. You know what really sort of struck off, and all the boys looked around the table and we were like, "Let's do it." So yeah, yeah. you know. You weren't, about kind to, of, you weren't about to lose your character forever. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, you never know. It could get real heated. In, <laughs> in the mage uh, people yeah. take it seriously. Yeah, well, yeah. Talk, to, uh, talk to Trent the big trout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Barnabas, that the was fucking great. The big salmon jumping yeah. through the thing, yeah. Um, we, the next question is, or well, the next segment, we'll move on to the next segment now that we're from Ooh, appearance and gear. The next segment is called Let's Get Personal. Little jingle, please, boys. It's pretty good. I feel like we've already talked a lot about our background, so we might skip over that question. I was going to ask how your backgrounds have influenced you, but we've talked about Jusui being in the uh, Foreign Legion. We've talked about uh, Zen being part of the Academy and uh, Felix's family life and and um, Rengar's time as a soldier. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the next one. What is your character's greatest flaw and how has that been shown through season one? Let's start with Jusui. Greatest flaw. He's <laughs> apathetic to the point of, you remember the first guard we killed? Like yes. we straight up slaughtered the dude. Like Jusui mm-hmm. just did not give a shit. Yep. Like he was just like, ah, so ha, I guess got you. Kill- killing has become a... Yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's, it's just not a big something deal for you that's anymore. done on the job. Like, you know, first it's it's always like try and get in and out with nobody knowing because yep. like he still wants to keep some sort of low low profile. 
But then if it's sprung, it's sort of like, okay, stop, <laughs> run away. Yeah. Like, and it's not, oh no, Jerry is two days from retirement. He has a family. You just, that's just nothing no, that you even it's, see. It's sort of like blank face, doll dude in armor. <laughs> oh, there's a chink in armor. Stab, uh-huh, run away and mm. never think about it again. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Mm. yeah. Let's go with old Felix over here. What is your character's greatest flaw? Well, one of them would probably be the complete opposite like, I am probably too empathetic for people. Like, um, if I don't have to, I won't kill him. Unless, like, they're putting someone like one of my friends, family, or someone in danger. Someone who, some civilian who can't defend themselves in danger, then I'll do what I have to do. Yeah, other than that, trying not to kill. Which sometimes can be, but like, say, like, in other cases, like, Del Mac, I know for a fact that click thing kills him. So mm. There's no hesitation, but like if it was some other random person who rocked up, there'd be that hesitation of, oh, should I kill him? You need to judge their moral character before making yeah. a decision on that. Which can be a bit troubling. Can be good and bad. Also, he's an idiot and loves shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, true. Like delving into that cave and saw something shiny picked up and almost got petrified like exactly uh, <laughs> yes yes that's yeah, right yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that that was like one of like the key dumb and yeah. like the, the blinking lights in Arden's room yeah like they on just blinked death. on so he's like ooh and started walking <laughs> up to it like, <laughs> I feel like that's a good nuance Shiny with the thing. character yes. though yeah. yeah makes it more cat like Ranga oh man flaws like he's he's very conflicted that's what I feel with him he he sometimes thinks he knows what's best but it could be blinded by a matter of things you know he might have too much empathy for one thing and then you know something else pops up and then he's like i don't believe this guy and then he creates a bit of confusion in his own head i think and lacks lacks the clarity as battle hardened as he is and as you know as as good as he thinks he is at reading people the lines could be blurred a little bit when do you think that's to- like arrogance yeah, so I, I would say there'd be some form of arrogance in there. And then I, I'd say that it, it's just probably an internal conflict that he has that he just can't shake and it's just going to be there no matter what. And he'll have to just deal. And, and he says that like he'll deal with consequences as they come. And and it, that's just how he plays. That's how he is. So, yeah. Zen? Yeah, Zen like, is a combo of social anxiety, nervousness, and cowardice, really. Um like at that one point when we went to the arena. Um, the freighter's pit, yeah. Yeah, it was... Zen was willing to leave the rest of the party behind if he could sneak away. If, if Frederick... Fred, good old Freddy boy. Frederick. Freddy boy. <laughs> yeah, Freddy. Um, didn't pick him up and keep him held, he probably would have bolted. Like <laughs> 100... There's no doubt he would have ran away. He tried very hard to get out of that elevator before it went down <laughs> so self, self-preservation to the point of cowardice cowardice yeah. exactly yeah. It, it doesn't always come up like again that one episode that i would love to talk about later but it is like one of those things where it's just like so yeah. <laughs> and, and that also might be like an undervalue of your um what you bring to the table for a party as well. Like Zen mm. might undervalue what he thinks he brings to an adventuring group because mm. he doesn't, he's not an adventurer in his eyes. Mm. Well, like I said, with the social anxiety thing, like, you know, the peek behind the table, uh, Zen has an 18 in his charisma, but I never use it with my role play because, well, I've only used it once. Um, 
and I'm not because Zen just doesn't really exude that confidence. Exude the confidence it, yeah. and need to lie and everything. But that's good. It allows yeah. growth in a player, mm. like in a character mm. in a player. Mm. So mm. I suppose that's you could good. use the charisma for like, say, if you need to um, have like an intelligence check. Charisma, if you have to explain something, mm. you might have to use the yeah. charisma check to explain something to science. Yeah. To someone who's an idiot. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stars are shining. So you could use the charisma in like the aspect of like understanding and trying to explain the science. Yeah, in favour of mm-hmm. another skill, which mm-hmm. it, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next one, we're going to skip a few again, and let's go with if you could isolate one achievement as being your character's greatest, whether it be within the season in your backstory, what would that be? Who hasn't started yet? Uh, we all started. Let's go back to Rango then. Oof. Greatest achievement. And there's a few, eh? Like he, the, you got to pick we've one. had a really fun, <laughs> fun little soiree over the, the mm. last, what, year and a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Even previous to VO. Um, look, I'll go back one from VO and then I'll bring one in that I really like from VO. But one, one prior to VO was um, when uh, we were in a, a underneath area back in, um, What's the capital? Capital. Yeah, we were in an Before, underground area trying yeah. to sneak just after the collapse. Uh, we got just past some fucking shit we don't want to talk about because I don't know what it was, but it was something we didn't <laughs> want to tangle with. And we um, we got through it and then we were, we were coming out of this like sort of cave scenario and I fucking told Barnabas to like launch me up after we, we sent Owly, which is Morvan's Owl out. And I said, oh, I said, launch me up. We spotted two people there and he... He, he did it. We did those checks and it worked out perfectly. I think I rolled a nat 20 and yeah. Barnabas rolls like some ridiculous strength score. good when dice yeah. and narrative work together. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. he like f- just pitched a Rango getting fucking launched by this Goliath out the thing with his longbow just out an empty and well. So they were out an empty well and he just yeah. went up into the <laughs> <It> was, moonlight <laughs> silhouetted and yeah. just nailed just two people with him. All right, yeah, calm yeah. down, Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. It was just one of those moments that I, that I just thoroughly enjoyed the RP and I, and I enjoyed the, the dice rolls for once which are just on point and then vo time oh look <sighs> fuck <laughs> i want to say a more recent one but we can't talk about that we can't talk about that um that was look, a good I, one I really i, I really we like don't yeah. talk about Bruno. yeah that's exactly right <laughs> nah look I, I really enjoyed using zephyr strike in the in the mage tail game that was fun like dude 70 feet of movement is something just crazy oh dude i know to fact he's have a lot but like for an elf to just blitz and like be um and, and then the gloomstalker ability now that i have which you know if you rely on darkness any of you guys if you all do see in the dark you can't see him at all yeah hectic so that's fucking dope and i'm yet to use that majorly yet but we're gonna sling it over to jusui what am i talking about oh gotcha uh it'd be the unduly flip flip that's what I'm calling it. The unduly flip. So it uh you know, it starts with the front flip to get the pants off and uh ends with the back flip to get the pants on. Beautiful. Straight up. And the escape was It was mint. It Let's was just mint. say that if there was three judges in the room, they all would have held up cards for yeah. ten. No, they would have had fucking twenties on them. Yeah. Yeah. Natural twenties. Yeah. D20. Look, the role playing part of that Yeah, look. We can do it again if you want, Aaron, but I just wish I rolled better this time because, like, there was some bad rolls in that in that role play. I feel like it sort of played into the bumbling <laughs> aspect of the encounter as well. Obviously, yeah. if you don't know, we're talking about Jusui's introduction 
when he was seducing one of the nobles while yep. his party went and stole the rose sphere. And I rolled some trash when it was, uh, you know, time to get down to bits. Yeah, it was, it was a performance roll. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Um, it's all right, though, what's week. going on? A lot of men, a yeah. lot of men have performance issues. Yeah, yeah, that's, it. that's exactly right. But the, the flip out and out the window, that's, yeah, that. Yeah. Made. I just feel like if, if that was silhouetted from a side view and you just saw him just do the perfect flip out the window <laughs> over the balcony and just down <laughs> whilst pants came on yeah perfect. exactly that perfect that or using drew as a battering ram through those bushes <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was that good. was good yeah. whilst he was uh, at one dead. hit point yeah, yeah yeah exactly hey Beautiful. we got him out exactly you got him out um we're gonna go with felix next and then lastly zen yeah with the, i think with a couple of mine we can't talk about him yet mm-hmm. I, think definitely i know exactly the more. one that you're talking about too he's more pronounced I think, in griffins the season say that in the first season, um, oh, the swan dive off of the bridge when the bridge was collapsing to save Key. Mm. Where Ran and Lu- um, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, 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 that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Impressive, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you grabbed him like warrior style yeah. and you were holding onto the bridge with the other arm. That was great, yeah, yeah, to stop him from falling down a ravine as a DM. I don't know what would have happened if you didn't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> At that stage, a person, no one had Featherfall, did they? No. So, mm. no could have died. As <laughs> just someone who knows the physics, I do know what would have happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, he could have. We, we could have lost my story. Yeah, very, very, yeah. very short. Very short. Very uh, short. And, and he would never have taken the pages and then mm. whole different trajectory for the yeah. campaign. So yeah. that was actually a poignant moment. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it also is the fact, just not my character, me being able to, like, keep that whole good guy, don't hurt people if I don't have to be nice to everyone. Yeah, because it's very um, easy to solve to a situation a by yeah. <laughs> knocking yeah. someone. Yeah, very good. So. And Zen, greatest achievement. It was, it's, so I've explained it in the past already with this podcast. He's not good at talking. And he's only used his charisma really well one time. And that was when his father was under peril. This was my favorite thing. Like, even as Josh. um, Hi, by the way, I'm Josh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Josh. (laughs) I don't know that guy. Was when Zen, for the first time in his life, got mad. And he, he exuded some really deep he confidence. He let too. loose his infernal heritage mm. of his tiefling mother, and he stood down a fucking demon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and made the demon scared. I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, that is yeah, that was that badass. was, that that was, that at, was the, at the party where oh, yeah, yeah. the sh- the shepherd mm. or the gatherer mm. had um, unleashed from the pages. Mm. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, bitch, you don't know who I is. <laughs> I just imagine like a, a downward look of, of Zendardus and just a shadow that just goes over him and he's just like deep yeah. staring this I'm dude. I'm picturing um, Morbius, the, like that yeah. bit where he starts flashing into that like yeah. scary. I want to say like his white hair is nicely done, like falls down over the yeah. face instead and just like hides his eyes yeah. and shit. It, yeah. that, that was probably out of all of the Valiant Odyssey, one of my favorite moments. Very nice. Some really great moments around the table from everybody there. Um, Let's go on to what is the worst pain that your character has ever faced? How did it change them for better or worse? 
worst pain your character's ever faced. We're going to start with Felix and then flick over to Zen again because Zen's been going last a few times. Um, physical or emotional? Emotional <laughs> damage. Emotional whatever, you, damage. whatever you think Whichever is the most. Whichever one's going to tug at the heartstrings of the, <laughs> the one, viewers. One moment. Physical's been one shot. More lately, so we'll go emotional. I think um, the um, brother reveal. Mm, Milo. Um, Milo, yeah. Because um, yeah. the whole time I was like, still a bit like, there's like blood all over the room, and I'm still like, oh, hey, hey, Milo. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and then this is like, this was me, this is like, throat, no. throat ripped out. It's like, hey, this wasn't you, right? Right, right. You, but he's like, come on, man. He didn't want to believe it. Give me something, yeah. and yeah, and then the fact, like, and and then um after the death of um Thor's died. Thor's died. Yeah. Um. Oh, like, even then, like, because Felix and snapping. If someone like someone murders murders another person, Felix will happily murder that. Person. But like, then you've got the conflict of the fact. That yeah, he's so the family, 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 and then like, so then to push them to be able to try and push everyone else to be like, please don't kill him. Mm. Like let's capture. Um, yeah, that that was. Um, on that point, we dark. might jump to a viewer question because it relates to that. One of the viewers has said, um, "Felix's brother Milo was one of the season's first big bosses. How does Felix feel about him now?" So you kind of touched on that, but how does Felix feel about Milo in his current predicament? Like he's in prison at the moment, to your knowledge, and um, yeah, he's obviously done this that conflicts against your core beliefs. So. Um, How do you feel about him now? Well, I know, I know that at one point I did write to our mother and I said, oh, um, uh, that's, I ran into Milo. He's doing fine. And I sent that letter off. I thought um, that was very important too to note because Felix is on the record as a hater of liars and you definitely just white lied to your, yeah, to your mother there to keep um, emotional safety. Yeah. Emotional I, I, Exactly. I wanted, to, I wanted to keep my family safe and... They're happy in the village doing their own thing. So I don't want to have to, like, rain on their parade at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, so that was, well, that was hard for Felix to do. But um, at the moment, he still doesn't hate his brother, more so just hate what he's become. And if there's any way to sort of somehow bring him back, this is like a Luke Skywalker Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. That's but still good at him. <laughs> the thing is, also, um, like when we versed the, what's called the Basilisk? Snake, the giant snake. The Zulu, yeah, Zulu. the deceiver. Um, Another great episode. Uh, <laughs> out like that in the first round. <laughs> um, Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in that case, when I just ripped out that, uh, ripped out yep. um um, yeah, I did some rope ripping. Um, <laughs> it reminded Wayne, me of Wayne that Wright's, movie yeah. with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, yes. What's that fucking called? Roadhouse. That's it. Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. By the moonlight and the yeah. like. I was legitimately like playing that in my head when I was listening. Yeah. And, and like, Roadhouse. So, like, there is something inside of Felix as well, like his brother that snaps like that. Yeah. And that you guys get to see that later on. Felix has to try and keep a lid on. And I think. Um, is that a fear? That Felix has that it'll end up like that, a little bit, mm. and um, and I think that's like why. Actually, I think that's why another one. Of the questions from the viewers, so it might be this part. But, um, 
relating about, to Key. About Key yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like he doesn't hate him, but in the same line, like if he was to say break out or whatever and go another killing spree or something, like it might come to a point where like I might, and if he's not going to back down from me, I might have to put him down. Yep. Yep. Which would be probably quite devastating for him mm. after. But so, really great DM fuel. For yeah. <laughs> Your character yeah. sometimes really reminds me of um, the MCU version of Bucky Barnes. Like yeah. just, oh, yeah. yeah, you've committed yourself to try and be as good as possible after things in your past and it constantly gets really hard for you, especially like, I don't know if any, oh, everyone here has seen the Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I'm not going to um, say any spoilers on that part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, just with the way that you describe yourself and everything like that, I honestly just feel like you're a, a very conflicted person on the inside. Not not you as yourself, but Felix oh, as a I character. Think, I think everyone's a bit conflicted. On oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. But yeah, yeah, you know, in, yeah, definitely in definitely a way um, that's probably getting brought to light a bit more mm. recently. Yeah, in the next few episodes. Mm. All right. Zen, biggest flaw. I think we've touched on yours as well. Oh, sorry. Is it biggest fall? No, greatest no, it's pain. it's the greatest it's pain. Greatest pain, yes. yeah. Um, honestly, I think it would be more the pain that he felt, the fear that he felt when he first met Delnak. Like, at yeah, that point, I, I even, actually felt yeah, a shift. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think everyone at the table felt a shift at that point because we were all... We knew we were fucked that was on at that point. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we knew that if we tried to get into this battle, it would have been a yeah. total party kill. I think only key at the time was like he was keen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was a good way to probably not end up great. <laughs> no, like it, it was he that amount of fear like that actually even hit me. Like, like as yeah. a player character, I'm like, we are going to die yeah. if we try this, yeah. and I, I really wanted to. Try and steal the papers because I, if I remember correctly, Key had the goddamn papers, yeah. and he wasn't giving them up. Oh, so I, I, rem- I remember him. Uh, I, I remember. There's so a lot of passion here, guys. I remember earlier. I'm like, the microphone. And he's like, <laughs> Key had him, and I'm like, we should drop yeah. these off before yeah. we do anything else. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh no, I'd be right. And yeah, then yeah. What happens? Always, yeah. Like, like even if at that point I half thought would would Zen attack Key. Because yeah, that's a good point. Hey, yeah, yeah. Like, play, play, he, play a conflict. Yeah, because like at that point, Key was refusing to give up the papers, and it it, it was like, would Zen hurt someone to keep everyone alive? Yeah. It was yeah. at that point, and that that kind of stuck with him. I wasn't able to really role play it because that well, was you- just before season one ended and season mm. two started. Um, but you could hear it with the start of the second season uh, before Shint went down for real. Um, it, it he's was kind of more emancipated and everything like that. Um, is, is it emancipated? The when he's starving, he's he, starving himself on purpose. Emaciated. Emaciated. emaciated thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Good words, yeah. guys. There's some crackers going <laughs> yeah. for that. Emancipation that is really divorcing well your parents. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was wrong. Um, but yeah, no, that was probably the biggest fear that he felt other than the other two things that I'm not allowed to bring up. Yeah, because mm. spoilers. I, I could feel it from you too, like especially mm. like when we had to get the horses and get the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, 100%. How quickly you were just like, 
I need to go right now. Mm. Like, uh, no spoilers. I've played Aaron's games for as long as he DM'd. He would not hold back. Yeah. Well, uh, if I didn't have... <laughs> he if, would if, rain holy fury <laughs> upon uh, our ass. If, if I didn't get a good insight check on Delnak, mm. uh, I was like, I was going to do steal the papers and then use my feline agility and run as fast as I can away from him to try and draw him away from everyone else. I'll I'll probably sacrifice. end up sacrifice. sacrificing myself. Yeah. 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 Um, so everyone else Way can get away. Make a martyr. Yeah. Mm. True. True. Um, and that, that was my initial plan. But then with I could the, tell. I got a good insight check. So instead I stole them and gave them to him. Yeah. So Crazy we could all get away. But that, yeah. that, that one scene at the end of our game, season oh. one, that was. Pucker the butt old Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not it, only as Sen, but that was also yeah, that, that as my character. Me is, yeah. Introducing the next character. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're yeah. going to swing over to Jisui, greatest pain you've ever felt as a character. Jisui's backstory or like during the VO? Backstory during VO? Whatever. Because oh, backstory would be like the whole outcast, outcast situation. Uh, the betrayal he felt there, that was probably, you know, some of the hardest, uh, the harshest shit Jisui's ever been through. Physically, it'd probably be that one time with that noble's daughter where his dick bent. Is it still? Break us away from that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me regather after that. <laughs> oh, greatest pain. Yeah, uh, look, he doesn't really feel too heavily. Like he gets angry or he gets upset or whatever. Like I think. A, f- a fair bit and he's pretty reactive too with stuff but like ah, greatest pain um would it be like a shame maybe yeah probably it is definitely he feels nearly solely responsible for not doing more when they had to release Delnak out of the book but you know he's sort of I think he again like I said earlier he he reserves himself to the fact that he will be able to do something about it so he'll like I think I said it straight up, even in the in the podcast and in my backstory as well. Like, redemption's on his mind, and he's just man. He he, he died to try and kill Dalnak. Now he's just that's his drive. So, which is you even said it to him. Yeah, Dalnak as a character. Yeah. As soon as you guys started to go through that teleporter to exit yourself from the the tome that was prisoning you all, you said this is not the last time I'm fucking seeing you. Yeah, exactly. So and it was almost like a seal, a promise, or yeah, a, exactly. And he's and he's true to his word too. So. Yeah, we'll see. Look at that warrior's death. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think that'd be suitable. And that, that's and a good follow-up question yeah, if you want to ask her. Pr- yeah, that is that is good because um, I would say he would gladly die for that. And that would, if that is what his fate w- is to be, then that that is what it will be. Can't say too much, but I have a feeling Felix and Rengar will get along real well. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say your characters seem both like very heroic people. Yeah, I think Rengar's stems from his dad, which I haven't really dove too much into the backstory for that yet. Mm. But his dad would have been very much the same. So I think that's where he get that from. Yeah. What character, player character or NPC, has the greatest influence on your character throughout season one? Do you want to go first? Go for straight it. Yeah. Oh, just straight off the back of that, De- Dalnak has to for mm. Rengar. That's his... Uh, it's going to be his his coup de grace, I think, at the end, or whichever way it goes, if it does. And um, yeah, I just think he he's solely driven on that draw, like on that moment now with 
one track a one on one with him and it'd be interesting to see if he did survive that what w- what would his purpose be yeah definitely but again he he goes from I like the way did everyone, everyone just hear how the dm just said if he did survive that <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't deal in absolutes. <laughs> Neither do I. So yeah. it, it'll, it'll all depend because he'll find another thing to chase down, another thing to entertain, and he'll probably go back down mirror and find another evil that he has to sort out. Just we. Or not release. <laughs> character, NPC, or both. Greatest influence on your character. Nah, it'd be Sharvy. Yeah. I, I really like. <laughs> no, nah, the Mustard Boys. I, I love mixing it up with them. It's uh, a role play is so much easier when you know you do something stupid so they're like I can do something stupid and then it just yeah. rolls on from there your which, competitive nature with Xavi yeah is really really good, good yeah. to listen to like especially you know oh you took nine pieces of treasure fuck you I'm taking ten yeah and then you know Xavi will be like ah I stole another piece of treasure when you weren't looking and yeah. it's, ah, it, it's off the it's off yeah. the recording but between the episodes where they actually stole stuff out of that noble's room both of the players, both Kyle and Mustard, were like, how much is the stuff that I stole worth? <laughs> because yeah. they wanted to know uh, yeah. Who, yeah. who'd stole more so they can like, play it off in character. He Hold stole- on, let me get the tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's exactly what it is. Like, it, it, And, you know, he's a halfling, so he's, he's yeah. always trying to compensate for that. And yeah. I think, uh, yeah. That being said, though, I reckon Xavi has a fucking... Be a can dong. Oh yeah, he'd be a tripod. <laughs> he'd be a tripod. Which one's gonna say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, see the one you got to look out for. It's Drew because I reckon he's a tripod. And, but, you know, uh, could like, you imagine? Yeah, the ugliest guy in the world. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure you've edited me edited out me doing that before. <laughs> I think I have, yeah. yeah. The table thud. <laughs> I think it was actually when you did the flip and you oh, just went and but, oh. Yeah, it was, it was exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. That whole entire scene though was so fucking good though. <laughs> like the mud guard throwing up because he saw um Druid. Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he threw up because I'm too good looking. Yeah. <laughs> he plays that he's he's yeah. arrogant. Oh, it was a sharp shot yeah. one that comes out, he's got like a like, it's got like an armful of like, oh, armful of like, um, he's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> left fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's backflipping out of like, um, windows yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's backflipping out of a woman, and then like, yeah, 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 for sure, <laughs> the unduly flip uh, man. That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's go, Zen. Uh, NPC, NPC, or character that's most influential. Easy, father. Mm-hmm. 100% like he's been raised by him I've already mentioned in the past how much like he knows his father cares for him because he stayed with him because of yeah. the long lifespan of an elf and everything it would definitely be his dad even to the point of like um, replicating his career path replicating his field mm-hmm. of study yeah 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 to the point of literally Staring a demon down in the face mm. <laughs> yeah, um, to get him out of trouble. Felix. Key would probably be a major one. Yep. At the moment, Key's like brother to him. I might hit you with that follow-up question now from the viewer. Felix has expressed undying loyalty towards Key. What reason does Felix have for feeling this way? And how does he feel now that Key has left Cadmia? Uh, so, Felix is... The second eldest child of his five, or out of the five kids, um, with Milo being the oldest. And Milo, so Felix has always looked up to Milo 
and then Milo also left. And there was, Milo always had trouble sort of with his anger issue. And it happened and he left. And sort of left sort of like a void in Felix. Um, so Felix didn't have to step up and be like the older brother to the rest of the family and be the one that does, keeps continues the monk training and does all this. And then Key showed up. Older, uh, older Tabaxi, also a monk. Um, sort of building that older brother gap. Very similar to, I have to say, like, as much as Key won't admit it, they are very, very similar. similar. Um, so, just the fact that they just hate each other. Um, but yeah, very, very similar. That often happens, though, when and, you're almost the same as someone you clash. And, um, like, because he was like that, he reminded him so much of Milo, but the fact that he got him to stay for, um, I think it was uh, a couple of years. And then we traveled for a couple of years before getting back to Cadma, uh, So we spent a lot of time together. And I think at the point, Felix has sort of got him. Uh, he couldn't turn his brother away from leaving and everything like that. But he managed to, I think, sort of level out Key. And now that um, Key's taken off, um, sort of like past happening all over again. Or reliving. Reliving like his brother. Some big traumas. Now is very much concerned that Key's going to go down to... Is Felix worried that that darkness that he has, he sees in Key, because you're very much trying to, or in my opinion, you're very much trying to fix Key. Yeah. Um, I think I think that also is what's helping Felix not sort of travel into that darkness because he's so occupied on keeping Key out of darkness that he has no time to think about it. Mm. And now in season two that he's gone, it's um, all different. He, he's still trying his best. Yep. Still trying his best. Yep. Six, uh, let's say it's successful. I'd say successfully, mostly. Mm. All mostly. Right. Mostly. What role does your character play in the group? I have a follow-up question in regards to this one. How do you mean? Do you mean like um, what role are they as in healer, tank, etc.? <laughs> I play monk. Yeah. <laughs> or do you mean like, I can't remember what it's called, but you know, the seven person team. The five man band. Thing. The five man band. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Um, so like the heart, the brains, the. Let's do it in terms like of that. traits. Like if you're, you could be the leader, you could be the comic relief, you could mm. be the mm. supportive one, you could be the one that keeps everybody in line. Mm. You could be the joke star. What 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 does your role fit or feel like in your group? You go first. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like he fits kind of two parts. Um, definitely the first part is a smart guy um, because he has helped his father create the, I can't remember what it's called. Let's call it the MacGuffin. The uh, magnetometer. The MacGuffin. MacGuffin. <laughs> it's a MacGuffin. Um, to help every, uh, to, you know, get everything sorted. Um, and then I think he's the comic relief. Let's be honest. Like, I, I think that elevator scene was mm. probably one of the funniest role-playing experiences I've done here. At his expense, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, great. Yeah. It is great. It's brilliant. It is. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, you can ask anyone I... Personally, am really good at making fun of myself, and I am 
not afraid. Self-deprecating to, humor oh, for the win. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like, yeah, it's just, and it's good humor. Not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not malicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Um, like there are jokes, self-deprecating humor. That's not great. Um, but yeah, you never need to take it that far. No, no. Sure. Mm, sure. Mm, sure. Um, let's go with Ranga and then we'll go just we. Yeah, look, Ranga's, he likes to think of himself as as the the hammer, I guess, when it comes to the group. So he's the guy that drops the, you know, yeah, so if does shit's just going sideways. Yeah, if shit's going sideways and people are getting too distracted, he <laughs> he brings everyone back to that level headedness. And like, he's not afraid to just go, you know, like you would have seen it when he was trying to work out the puzzle apart from the bad fucking roles that ensued, my frustration was through the fucking roof, man. <laughs> and um, that that's like just as Rob, who is me, and Aranga was just like, for fuck's sake, like, give me that thing <laughs> and I'll do it. And, and and that's his, I think he just, yeah, he's just the the law, I guess, would be mm. it. Um, and that's how, yeah, that's what I'd say is leader so you, and law. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I was going to say, you, you called yourself a hammer, but then you pretty much described like a leader. Yeah. 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 yeah I was very, very leader. Yeah, 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 definitely. Exactly. Yeah. He's the final word. Mm. There yeah. you go. Mm. That's a better way. The judge duty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's odd. Like um, with the crown killers, it's, uh, we don't, I don't know. Like we all listen to each other a lot of the time. Like uh, if it's a snap decision, like, you know, first person to say something, we do it pretty much. Like, which, you know, sometimes if Xavi makes a snap decision to stab someone in the gooch, then it's all on and we're, you know, bang, bang, pow, pow. But and you have each other's back 100%. Yeah, That's always. the funny thing about um, your group, the Crown Killers, I reckon, is because you seem like the most chaotic group, but you're probably the most democratic as well. Mm. Yeah. Like, if somebody, like, in in your group, for example, Rob, was going to do something silly... You guys would hash that out logically, for example, to come to a conclusion that would best suit everybody. Yeah. Yep. Whereas in the Crown Killers, it's just more. It's more like a okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Ride or die, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it, it is. It's a hundred percent ride or die. It's like if, and it hasn't happened yet, except when, uh, oh, you know, there's some season two stuff, but that has sort of slightly changed the dynamic. But I know in season one, like it was pretty much like. Hey, I'm going to do this shit. Hey, that's funny as all hell. Let's all do that shit. <laughs> um, so, I mean, <clears throat> uh, I'd say Jess Wee, like, from the face value of the character, like, I don't know, man. Like, the, I won't see the, the rogue shifty trickster, like, Xavi and him are pretty much the same character. They're just different yeah. bloody races. And, it, yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, obviously Xavi's, not gonna climb up on noble women like well he'll try he'll try, he'll yeah. try but you, you know yeah. what i mean so it's that's really the stab only, of a different sort when you mm. take out the womanizing piece of shit that Jasui is like shavi and Jasui are the same character yeah, so right. it's really hard to say oh i'm this person in the group or i'm this person because we're all just pranksters pretty much yeah it's almost like you're the three best friends that anyone did have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's like watching an episode of The Hangover. And we're just <laughs> skipping down the road and then something will jump out and we'll all stab it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So would you call yourself more like a Lancer? Do you know what a Lancer would be? Uh, like, so are we talking in like... In, 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 in the five-man bands and everything like that, um, the Lancer is kind of like... Um, 
if there was a leader, so if you and Ragnar played in a game together, um, Ragnar would Rengar. try and Ragnar, sorry, um, would try and lead a situation. Operative word there, try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, while the Lancer That's pretty would, of you. <laughs> yeah, would try and you know, oh, just piss off and do my own thing. Exactly, or. The Vegeta uh, to the Goku. Exactly, Vegeta to Goku. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Zuko to Aang, 100%, everything like, like that. Yeah. 100%, but the problem being like our group is just three Lancers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like the, but the, the thing is it like, works, one so will go, well. we're going to go do that. And it's like, uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go do that. <laughs> like The funny thing about that though is they could also be three leaders. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He, you could easily say we're three leaders or we're three Lancers, but I think, I think there's a lot of respect around the table when we're role playing to just like go, hey, we know we're sort of we're not with the Valiant Odyssey. Like we're the we're the black sheep of you know the Valiant Odyssey podcast, and we You're sort the of expendables. Yeah, so we sort of know that. So <laughs> I think we play into that pretty heavily. Mm. And you know, you know, half of that is pissing Aaron off and trying to goad him into just team killing us all at the one time. <laughs> um, I feel like if I ever did like if it ever happened and one of you were to go, the other two would just be like. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just charge. Like, if if he just decided that one day, you know, Delnek pops up and goes, and Jusui's head explodes, I reckon Shavi and Drew would just attack him. Like, mm. you know. It's like that time in Lord of the Rings where they all think Frodo's been done. Mm. So then the, the hobbits yeah. go in and just. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> Wait, nah, man. Right. It's a 20 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Long time ago. And if you like, haven't seen it. I was in primary school when that came out, man. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, Felix, roll in the party. Um, You've been in a few parties, actually. Yeah. In. Um, I feel in definitely in season one, he's more like comic relief hype man, mm. sort of uh, therapy. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So like comic relief, seeing something shiny, picking up, going into a statue, like just doing stupid shit. It's so like, funny that your character has those two facets, something that's completely immature in that regard, but then yeah, you're also so grown up. Yeah. yeah. The ear that I feel the, that the that's, word that's to the how ear that I, needs to be heard. That's how I bring my high wisdom into it. I'm not smart. So I'm yeah. trying to make me do a puzzle I'll fail. But I don't know, give some good sort of speech about friendship. Easy. Got it. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah, like I yeah, you're not intelligent, but you you're smart. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? You're not intelligent, yeah. but you're smart in the way that you know how you you know you have a, a clue on how people work. Yeah, like yeah, how they feel and like mm. yeah, sit, like sense their emotion. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's it. So like, I try and you know make the party laugh, enjoy themselves, be smiling, happy amongst all the killing that people do, and then um, like I'll let them try and get the last hit. Pipe them up, make them look cool and stuff like that. But I think um, that that was definitely season one. Um, You've gone through a bit of a transition. Yeah, season two, um, less pipe. Yeah, yeah. I get like equal parts. I don't know how everyone else feels, but like towards Felix, I get equal parts annoyance at oh, your like yes. dependency on freaking um, key. key. Yeah. But then I also get equal parts like admiration for some of the shit that he does yeah. and like that general good guy nature that he has, yeah. which is awesome because that just means your RP is yeah. like on point, man. So I feel mm. like I'm sort of, I'm trying so hard to be like the little angel, little angel on yeah. everyone's shoulder. Like I'm always like, Dane, he, like hey, maybe we should hand in those pages. Like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should tell the rest of the party about our plans. And 
hey, maybe we should get yeah. more people involved Literally in what we're in the doing. Fucking ten minutes of the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on, man. Maybe yeah. we should like. Maybe we should like throw some trust. Like these guys. Maybe don't go and, you know, maybe, hang out but, with the stupid pirate. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe <laughs> don't be Tezzins' little butt buddy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't let like, him lift your tail, bro. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, Tenzin's like, oh yeah, if you um prove yourself and um sell me these pages and stuff, I'll teach you how to teleport. And then you got the what's the name of the voice saying it's like, yeah, I'll just do it for free. And yeah. I was like, come in. What is why, why you get drawn to this darkness? I think but, um, Key's player, like, if you if you know who plays Key, like, if you know him well, you're sort of like, dude, why are you such a dick in D&D? <laughs> like, it's because he thinks it's funny. Yeah, he does, and yeah. it's great. Like, you see the contrast between the actual player that plays Key. He is Key. absolutely yeah. not like that in real like, life. Yeah. He is, he <laughs> is all. legitimately the nicest person I've ever met in my life, bar yeah. none. Like, he's my, mo- like, Key's player is my moral compass. Like if he tells me not to do something, you know, you know. Aaron is as well. I've got Aaron and and Key's player. That, like if they go, Kyle, that's not a good thing to do. I'm like, mm. probably not do that <laughs> thing then. Like you know, sometimes I still do it. And I just go, fuck you. But you know, like sometimes that's, the, that's the contrast in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel I feel like that's Felix's um role. His yeah, keep. Key in line because he always is tends towards that darkness. So even if he's got like a perfectly good option, he'll still try and head that dark mm, route yeah. instead. <clears throat> it's just so and- yummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah, and that's, that taste. You just can't avoid the temptation. Yeah, yeah. The darkness. Mm. Like, yeah, it calls to everyone. Get- yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, new segment. Are you ready? I need a little jingle, and this one's called Duke It Out. Pow. <laughs> 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 that was good. That was great. All right. Out of the four characters sitting, I'm not going to pick someone to go first here. You mm. guys can just have a bit of a general conversation about this mm. one. Out of the four characters sitting here at this table, who would win in a combat encounter? Just we, Felix. Wait, are we doing? Are we going like battle royale, all four of us at each other, or are we going like one on one round round robin tournament type shit? Let's go. Oh, that's a good question. I reckon we'll just go like one-on-one maybe. Ooh. Yeah, one-on-one it won't be me. If it was like a, if it was like an all-in brawl, yeah, I'd, I'd smoke all of you because I'd just wait for these two idiots to fight, him to sit in the corner. I'd slit, mm. his, I'd slit his throat quietly yeah. while these two You'd bashed each other and then I'd just be like, your player versus the other player, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Like Zendardus wouldn't, like out of all of us here, Zendardus is at the bottom of the table. I might have good stats, but I am not an attacker. I am yeah. a healer. I feel, I feel your, your yeah. actual character spells come as well. Yeah. yeah, everything here is survivability for me and my party. I might be able to survive the longest, but I ain't going to win. Yeah, and, mm. you know, I'm DPS, so. Mm. Mm. Glass cannon, baby. 100%. Yeah. Yep. You definitely do. So I'd have to wait for you guys to get softened up, and then I'd come in and take out the, the victor of you two. But one-on-one fight, I reckon I'd take Zendardus. Easily. I reckon I'd get the shit pummeled out of me by key. Felix. Felix. Sorry, Felix. My bad. Sorry. And depends what Rango wants to do. If he wants to sit back and, and be a rangy bitch, then I reckon I've got him. Um, but if we step in close, it all depends, man. Like you gloom stalker shit. Like 
Yeah, yeah, see that? That's I why get. I was going to say this is, comes into my head when it's just like, mm, Ringo's situational. Like his mm. best is when you can't see him yeah, coming. Yeah, exactly. And he's massive Nova damage. If you can survive the first round of Nova damage, you, but, you might have a leg up maybe if you can get the fuck out of Dodge and find him. But. Yeah, see, and that's what I mean. Like, because uh, Jasui's exactly the same. Like if he can do his sneak damage like uh, and stay out of sight, yeah. And keep ambushing. I think they'd be very level playing yeah. field. I, yeah. think, I still feel like Felix might have it over everyone. Yeah, I'd in terms he'd drop of both of them. One on one, maybe, but if it was a big round robin, unless I can get to all of you and maybe stun you guys. Yeah. You guys like you guys got range. Yeah, I can catch range once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll become a pincushion after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to like get in close. You know, so I'll, general consensus. Round robin. If we were doing a round one robin, one on one, probably yeah, roll with would. Felix. Yeah, I'd go really? Felix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Felix to too. me, yeah. It, this isn't me coming at you. Monks are generally big class, if you ask me. I don't think so. Yeah, I, he's I got think really do. OP as fuck. What's really? uh, what's yeah. Felix's HP? Um, at That's, the moment, I think it's. Well, I think it's low season 40s. one. What's, season one was mm. thirty six. Oh yeah, you may be in a little bit of dodge then. Yeah, because mm. I'm actually high thirties as well. I was thinking that you had high more health. Than you did. Surely you got more than that. Uh, okay, well, you're both dead anymore. if that's the case. Well, just yeah. ring up well, we, can, we can move away from Anyways, like the stat whatever talk. Whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because stat talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going with the heart, are we? This is, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, look, I would probably, <laughs> no I would data. say it would be between What do you Felix. feel about it? Yeah. Because if I was to go first and if I was to get a stun off, you'd be pretty much fucked. I reckon Felix could knock one of you out of the park in the first round because stun and then crits and then... That seems Flurry to be blows. for everyone here except my character, though. Mm. Like, everyone yeah, has a really good start rate. It would all depend on initiative, yeah. which yeah. would be yeah. Rengar. <laughs> yeah. Rengar's initiative is insane. Yeah. But, um, mm. but yeah, that's a, that's a good question. What about mm-hmm. what about for the people, let's say all of the Valiant Odyssey characters, who do you think would win in a battle royale? Shavi. Oof, yeah, Rose. He's yeah. um because he's hardcore Rogue Assassin. Yeah, look, I would not put it um past uh Druid either with uh Wolfhorn. Yeah. yeah. Hey, like honestly, Moon Druid. And that's the thing, because we'd all like uh, like if it was just a big battle royale with everybody, you know we'd just be standing to the side going, Look at these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shavi would probably go gooch shot someone and yeah. 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 Uh, Shavi's assassinate is pretty deadly. Yeah, exactly. But I give credit to the the dense HP pool of a moon druid like mm. if he yeah. he's got two forms two sets of HP and then his own um scary yeah <laughs> it's, the it's other one menacing. that's got a bulk amount of HP is Halrod I was, gonna say, barbarian. I was, gonna say I was Halrod. actually thinking Halrod as well yeah because he's also got that range sick bow. Yep. Yeah. yeah sick bow and shield and he's got yeah that bow where he goes like hey, you know what I mean bang yeah. he's like, oh. the thing with that is though his bow is only Good because yeah, it's one. an oath bow, so one of you would be his mortal oh, enemy, yeah, yeah. and then after that, hit as normal damage on everybody else. Uh, yeah. That's what he could do. Yeah. He, could, he could just watch. Like I love the question, but dangerous. I feel it's way too situational yeah. to yeah. answer accurately. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because we're we not talking even, about it all day. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. not even thinking about Korgarth really and Leonidas. Like, yeah. Yeah. they're two actual like 
their whole class is is battle tank pretty Mm. much. Mm. So I was legitimately thinking it was going to be Leonidas myself. Nah, really? Nah, I I don't know. With how I played with sneaky stuff, he doesn't. But at the same time, like when I've played with him, he's done really well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and he has really good tactics. Like as a player, (laughs) that's why my second choice, and you guys are going to blame me for this, uh, Micah. Can I just say, <laughs> like, and I've said this, I've said this to Micah's player's face. I hate Micah. <laughs> so I love Micah. God damn much. Like <laughs> me as as a person, I just hear it and I hate the character. It's true. Like to role play a character that well to be hated mm. that much, mm. like. That is just it's like yeah, it's like the Joffrey. I yeah. particularly yeah, exactly. enjoy yeah. um, your RP of the uh, ever celestial. Um, what's his face? Oh, Fizz. Fizz. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love Fizz it. Is so love good. it. Yeah. Man, I was yeah. listening to it today, and I was just like, "This is just gold." Like, I was like, "Put it on tap, please, please." Yeah, oh, yeah, good. brilliant. But yeah, like, who would win in a fight? Purely context based. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends. Yeah. On it, it, it also dep- depends on roles. And yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, 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 I could go first, and usually in first, I would like it's done. Someone roll out my four attacks, get another round of four attacks. Could yeah. possibly stun them again, and then it's done. Like, yeah. Who goes or first? Is I a could, huge thing. Or I could just roll. <laughs> or I could just roll like shit. Yeah. And they could roll really yeah. well. And if, if you guys could play. see the Rengar um, level ten and level twenty build. That I have been projecting. He thinks you he's going to survive f- that long. <laughs> no, but like if he did, mate, that alert feat paired with everything Damn. else, like that's a 14 it, for this initiative. Is, it's uh, like brutal. This is also all of us really only looking at like martial aspects and everything. Yeah, like true. Too. Yeah. If you think about it, like all you guys martial characters, were, if you all started first, you would all run into the middle and start just wailing on each other. <laughs> Definitely not. Most, most, most or, would. Most would if they haven't. I'd run in, use two of my attacks, and then use get my the bonus action yeah. to use step <laughs> the wound and get the fuck yeah. out. But what I'm trying to say is like <laughs> most martial characters would get into a middle and become mm. a circle. Yeah. One wizard with a fireball, yeah. done. I was about to say, Morven's underrated. I've yeah. seen... Um, Brett he's, who plays Morvan he has broken some of my encounters. Oh yeah, mm. proper. I will like, say Morvan has broken some of my encounters. There's been times where, like, as a group, we're like, oh, "Fuck, just happened." The CR, <laughs> like, like the 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 challenge rating of some of my encounters has dropped significantly because of his use of slow. Yeah, mm. he uses that tactically, and then he uses yeah. all of his evocation that, spells so well. That, that's always magic used to like. Even but if you get like, one hit on him, he's like, yeah, he's fucking yeah, squishy yeah, shit. Yeah. He's like That's, Achilles, just one in the. Yeah. One That's in what the... I'm sort of thinking, because you know, like if I get a good roll off, yeah. I can potentially do fucking 35 damage. Yeah, bro. In one yeah. Shot. Like, same. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's sort of like, yeah, that, cool if he hangs back, but I'm hanging back too, because yep. you know, I, like he, I'll go, oh look, all the big boppers are in there. Who's around the outsides to kill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I'm going to get that guy casting that spell at the oh, big yeah. boppers in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we agree that's pretty situational. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, all right. Let's go down to some viewer questions that we haven't really touched on yet. Uh, this is for Jasui and Ranga. Both of you are high elves from Almira, the city in the clouds. How are they different? Would they know each other? Yeah, no, we said we. I would know him due to his age, obviously. He is more of a, like, a legend or a myth um, to to Rengar. Um, not to say that Rengar definitely believes that there is a person called 
the angel of death and he would fucking love to meet him for sure um and then you've got your different types of elves so Ranga's a sort of run-of-the-mill moon elf and i use that term very loosely he's from a prominent family but yeah he is and just we use a yeah sun elf so you know that obviously you've got your moon elves your sun elves your sea elves and there was one more that was stars up, star elves that's right up in almera so obviously mm. the uh noble houses of almera are made up of different kind of elves you know including sea elves Mm. <laughs> fucking fishies um yeah so and Jasleen knows would know Rengar because of those families so you know he'd know Rengar's like because it's not Rengar the moonlit that's not his no I assume that's not your noble house's name no, would yeah be. so mm-hmm. I mean we can figure that one out later but he'd know his his noble house and he'd know like you know his family tree back mm. you know he definitely centuries. would know his dad I feel yeah, would be yeah. like the biggest one that yeah. you would know and his mum, but yeah. mainly probably dad for the battle type well, of stuff. Yeah. Rengar's father would probably be same generation as just sweet. Yeah. Oh, I so Rengar's so. father would probably hang out with my brothers then. He would have. Mm. Yeah. That would make a lot of would sense. Would or would or is well, he dead? Or? or he is dead. Oh, so you're yeah. oh okay, cool. Yeah. So he would have hung out with my mm. older or Or been well, in battle with, or yeah, maybe he yeah. was a part of or heard or just of. as a part of, you know. Yeah. Yep. Heard of, yeah. Either way, we probably ran around the same trap. Mm. So if if we ran into each other and you said your name, I'd be like, Oh, yeah. and then I'd we, be did yeah. I yeah. yeah. Like, huh. But at first you'd be like, Who is this yeah. vagabond looking yeah. well, that being oh, said, if, if the angel of death is such a um a myth or a legend You've probably encountered a few people that take on that moniker and you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm. That would mm. be true too. Yeah. Um, if they were to say it and they had proven themselves, Rengar would probably see, be like, this has merit. But it would be, he would definitely be doing the probing, that's for sure. See, that's the thing. Like, the only reason that you know who the angel, like, that Desui is called the angel of death is because we're role playing, like, when he kills someone. Yeah. Because the only people that Desui ever admits to being the angel of death to are people that he's just killed. Right, right. So, with yeah, their the last, last thing, this they- is the last thing they hear is who has killed them. Yeah. So, obviously, the myth build built about that. Mm. The only people, sorry, the only people that know are either those that he's killed or, someone you know, those that he's loyal the killing to. Or no. No, someone. Those oh, are yeah, his, that, yeah. Because it is his code name. Yeah. But it's not used widely, and it's sort of spread as that myth. Yeah, Roger. You know okay. what I mean? To so, you know, just we does encourage people if they want to take up the moniker, take up the moniker because he knows what Takes that name means. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. he will never admit to it yeah. unless you know there's there's certain criteria met for him to actually yeah. admit to being it. So yeah, yeah. Mm, very good. Um. We had some questions for Felix, but he answered them throughout uh, from viewers. Thank you very much to those people. One about Milo and the other one about uh, Key. Uh, Zendatis, you've already touched on your heritage as well throughout, and that was another viewer question. The We've got two more. Uh, Ranga, a question from the viewer. We've also kind of touched on it as well, but you have a very special relationship with Arden. Can you explain it for us, please? Yeah, so Ray Dahlia, Ranga's mum, formed a relationship with... Um, Arden uh, Arden knew his dad as well and they got fucked they were really like good buddy buddy as Brother much as an old elf and a young human ish <laughs> man can be and he's funnily enough and Aaron's alluded to it he's not as young as he seems so there's something there that I, I, I don't know in or out of the game at this stage so that's good he's refreshed um, but yeah, so then they fathered Braxen. Uh, he fathered Braxen um, through Ray Dahlia, and that's his half elf brother. 
And currently your knowledge of your mother, you haven't talked to her for a while. Yeah, so Renga doesn't one. know what the fuck's going on anywhere um, at this stage and neither does Braxton at this stage. It's sort of that that blindness that everyone's feeling with Almira that Jesui would know as well from yep. um, Arden. That Jesui's creeping closer to at Arden's request to mm. try and get the, the aid that they need. Um, and then the last question, leave it on a, on the note that we started it on. Jasui has claimed to have many lovers. Is there one that truly has his heart? Oh. Bitches ain't nothing but tricks and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that as a no, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's, um, uh, loves his mum. As and, all good boys do. You know, yeah. then there was the, uh, it's like, loose term, like look, the, uh, the outcasting incident all revolves around his little sister. Um, so, you know. I think uh, just we sort of rates everything to that scale and nothing ever, everything is found wanting. Um, but mostly, as I've alluded to, like the, the womanizing behavior is literally the best of what history you look at. The most information <clears throat> that was found in the, in, you know, medieval times was found in the brothels, in the gentlemen's clubs. Pillow talk. Pillow talk. Mm. That's the way that information flowed. So, you know, usually it was, you know, prostitutes and, 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 you know, ladies of the night that did it and because men just talk shit all the time. So I wanted to sort of flip it on its head and make it like, oh, just he's a womanizer, but it's not, he's not self-aggrandizing himself. He's getting information about this mm. person, about this person. And because his role so secretive, it comes off yeah. to people as exactly that. As mm. just a, you know, womanizer and it's sort of like, ah, yes, we we baguette. And like, <laughs> but really, I will touch this orb yeah. stuff yeah. Osville, yeah. and my friends can so, take from you. You know, it's not like, it's not like he hates them all or anything like that. It's just sort of like, it's a job. The means to an end. Yeah, yeah, it's just a part of the job. So, mm. you yeah. know, and obviously he has so many partners that it's, he just doesn't really give a damn yeah, anymore. And I think that also feeds into the fact that you said earlier as well, he's gotten numb to killing yeah. people as well. Yeah, it's the so same sort of thing. It, those ranges of emotions on those high scales, love and and death even, just yeah. blank to just we. Does anybody yeah. else have a, have a love? Does their character have a love that I don't know about? Well, I think Felix, uh, Felix gets a little bit jittery around... Um, Taz and Lust. No, Leilani. Leilani, yeah. Yeah, you get a thing for Leilani. Um, was, she, was she a tabaxi or was she yeah, a, yeah. a tabaxi? Yeah. yeah, she is. Sienna yeah, yeah, was sorry, the yeah, human. Because yeah. Yeah, he got a little bit defensive when he first saw Leilani with the owners. Because he, he comes from the mixed sort of race, but he knows of the races where the owners are like yeah. dominant over yep. the tabaxi. Yep. So seeing sort of like a servant well, type, seven, yeah. Like yeah. it seemed at the time when they saw him, like that she was working. Well, I was under him as like a servant. By the looks of it, he was like, I hate. Yeah, like that was that was like the big like. <laughs> and that almost context. brings into into consideration your like rescuers complex too, where you're just like, I will save your life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and there's like a pissing contest between me and Leonidas. Uh, Leonidas. Yeah. Uh, when I was trying to punch out that door. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Did it <laughs> on the second hit. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and like, no bit of disdain. But then when I found out that Leonidas wasn't one of those type, and then yeah, 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 he's, he's from he's from Rostodon, where he's there's not a, yeah. kind of I, I won't, I won't. <laughs> and then um, Zen just has got a love of the stars. It's no time for women. That's it, one hundred percent. Like it's yeah, 
yeah, it's not a big deal for him. Yeah. So yeah, he, he might be charming, but he's completely oblivious yeah, to anyone flirting with him. Yeah. I feel like it'd be fun to like give Zendardus a date experience. <laughs> yeah. In D&D well, like, throw, well, throw, Aaron, throw yeah. like a very like throw like an attractive he, college girl at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Speaking what, of that, it'd be such a good scenario, you know, a college could, scenario. Yeah. Like whoever's in his group could easily set that up. Yeah, I'm saying it's definitely someone in that group right. that can set that up. You know, twenty gold, fun. twenty gold at a gentleman's club academy. <laughs> um, look, I think Rengar's pretty clear on the whole love stance. Doesn't really connections equal yeah. too much. Too much something uh, to be used you against you. Too many strengths. He loves his equipment. Yeah. He, he is so meticulous. Right. It was probably seen in that one where we entered Swissonia and yep. we went to the room, and he's you know. He, he doffs his armor. He gets some oil. He cleans his gear. He's, he's nightly routine yeah. with his with his stuff. You know, no. I think that yeah. He just he, he loves battle. So mm. make make sure know. to polish his helmet every night. That's mm. it, mate. He polishes the polishes that helmet hard. You know. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, gentlemen, before we end, yes. You've been asking us questions all night. You guys improvise. I have all the plans. <laughs> uh, I do have a question. Though. All right, go I it. do have one little question. It's not a spoiler. You can ask me questions. Yeah. Who's your favorite what? NPC? I'll answer that one. Yeah. Um, my favorite NPC to play is Delnak. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm. I like exploring what somebody would do who has no limitations in terms of a situation that they're in. Shit's fucking scary. You also pretty much enjoy making us all shit our pants. Uh, Yeah, he's a, he is a, uh, a scary and intriguing character, Mm. which is just, I feel exactly Mm. what a DM should bring to the table. Mm -hmm. He is a very good, uh, bit bad evil guy. I will, I, I will just point out like, so, uh, we got Adam, who plays Felix beside us, and Adam's actually the one that was my first DM ever. So when I decided that I wanted to go play some uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Adam was uh, kindly giving his time out to random strangers at Empire to DM for Oh, you're at Empire? D&D. Yeah, oh, yeah so, I started it. Yeah, yeah, he started that. Really? So, yeah, I ring up. That was good. Question Sweet. for Aaron then. Yep. Right? See, we hash out a lot of shit, and he just doesn't fucking tell me anything. So. <laughs> Which is a good DM, you know, you shouldn't give too much I can't, I can't. Um, Well, when I first started creating, actually, it's a real weird thing to be a DM because you're like, you you hear like busting your creative juices and you're just like, fuck, that is brilliant. And then you're like, who can I tell? Oh, nobody, because all my friends are in this fucking campaign. (laughs) Yeah. Has there been a pivotal moment so far that you, that has made you change any of the major PCs, you don't have to say how, but has there been any instances during gameplay that any of our groups have played where you've just gone, I'm going to flip this on its head? Yeah. Yes, that has. Cool. I think it's been almost in every single group. Something has happened within that group or within that episode where the trajectory of that episode that I have planned on my paper is just no more. <laughs> and that's happened a few times. The The adventure as it stood when I first started is in season one, it was going to go a whole lot differently if Key didn't take those pages. That opened up a whole lot of different sort of avenues for me as a DM, but also for the characters, for the players. It it had world-changing consequences when he took those pages because otherwise that book would have sat at Wissonia. And then 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, Lowell decided I'll to fuck with the book. Yeah. I probably should lay that on to Felix too. Felix knew about it. That yeah. He took the page. Mm, didn't he, say anything because he's loyal. It and, yeah, and didn't say anything it's almost it. like like watching somebody commit a crime. You're mm. just as implicit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got another one. Aaron, I know you've been DMing, DMing, DMing uh, for fuck well over 10 years. Uh, well, not 10 years. It's been like seven. What made you two want to get into DMing, playing D&D? And what made you keep it up for this long? You can go first, Adam. Yeah, for me, it's, me it's a lot simpler. Because um, I, I played when I was younger, mm. back when I was in Victoria. And then I stopped playing only 15 years. I only started becoming more nerdy again. End of us. And then just one day, I think I was just watching, I came across Critical Role mm. again. I was like, fuck, I missed it. And then that's when I got the idea. I'm like, you know what? I want to play D&D again. So I brought up the gaming bar here and was like, hey, you got some room. I want to do a try and get as many people to come and play as dear as possible and end up like first night, I think we had like a hundred people in there. Um, yeah, it, it was amazing. And then um, from there, I'm, I'm still in contact with a few people who have still got groups from that night. I was on a holiday in Tasmania and I was walking through the markets. I walked into a Zing store and I saw the player's handbook and I was like, I like stories. So I picked up that and then I started reading it and I looked, I'd always, as a kid, been into stories, been into writing stories, creating characters just for various different things. I've always loved drawing. And it just like fit a niche that I didn't know was missing. And then as soon as I started doing that, it was a social game. I played one game with some friends. You were included in that one, Josh. And then it was just... Because you hang around and you talk like this all the time and mm. it becomes experiences that you all share that you talk about as if it happened to you in real life. Well, because it kind of does. Like, yeah. It, it might be at a table, but it's still a story that has happened to you. Yeah. And I think mm. that that community sort of experience where everybody everybody just comes together, you, you put away three or so hours of your time and you just absolutely immerse yourself in something that mm. isn't as fucked up as the real world, I guess you say. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you can just... Like you, you can talk about it later with everybody else. Some, you create something and it lives with those people. And I've introduced so many new people to D&D and I haven't regretted a single one ever because they just go off and it's like an ever-expanding like ever virus, I feel like. Same as Adam when he brought all those new people into the, the Empire. It's just... And then this started as obviously those four people that we played with before and then it's boomed off into what Valiant Odyssey is today. And the thing that keeps me coming back is... You guys, my players, mm. and my love of storytelling, you guys sharing that, creating stories, creating characters. You've literally just created four people who you now know intimately better than anybody, and it's all stemming from something that we've made together. Yeah. I, I do I do believe that D&D is one of the best, like, group experiences Definitely. I absolutely think it, it is, is a fantastic yeah. bonding exercise. Yeah. Yeah, I've not 100%. played with a group yet and it includes my friends, family and everyone that has not wanted to play again. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, like easy. just when's the next game? When's that's, the next game? That's and exactly like, why D&D like Valiant Odyssey has gone from one group to four groups and now announcing for the first time four groups in a Twitch stream. It's just, it's exploding. Mm. Yeah. 
So. so I've lived in the town we live in for like my entire life. And, uh, you know, back when I was a kid, there was no D&D around this place. No, God. Like, and it's been the last five, six years, yeah, that it's really started kicking off. Like, obviously, uh, you know, Adam at Empire and then, you know, I've known Adam, uh, I've known Aaron for bloody years, but mm. it, it slipped out that you played D&D. Yeah, I kept it a yeah. secret yeah, for a very right long time. Because he, mm. he thought all the footy boys would just feed it to him. Ah, mm. you nerd. And then he, sl- yeah. he, let, he let slip you, that he was You DMing mentioned it him. when we were at the table, another, uh, like with our original party and everything like that. You were like, oh, I like playing D&D, but I don't want to mention it to anyone. Yeah, mm. he, yeah. he didn't tell any of the footy boys and then mm. he let it slip and like, there was what six of us that turned around and yeah. went, You play D D? Mm. And he was like, Yeah, I DM and we were like, Yeah, let's go. Let's <laughs> play. Yeah. And it surprised the crap out of him. Yeah. And then like even recently, I know there's another podcast going on in there's another one again. Yeah. There's two crit, crit and misses as well. Crit yeah. and miss, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's two games going on at like because I go to a veteran tabletop gaming mm. night. Yeah, the Oasis <laughs> one. Yeah, I play I play Star Wars Armada with mates there. <gasps> oh, nice. Yeah, so um, so, I'm, I'm doing a one shot with uh, the dude that runs one of those D and D games there. So I mean, just seeing how it's exploding in our mm. own little town and how many people are getting amongst it, it's uh, it's just it's awesome to see. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming to this interview. I know that. Uh, you guys have a lot that you guys do on the weekend, so thank you for taking the time to do this. <laughs> I'm going drinking now. <laughs> yeah, I want to um, play D and So thank you very much, uh, Adam, who plays Felix in Valiant Odyssey. Kyle, who plays Jasui Undu. Thank you, Josh, who plays Zendardus, and thank you, Rob, who plays uh, Rengar the Moonlit. Guys, it's been a great pleasure for me to interview you guys and talk to you about some D&D tonight. So thank you so much. Be sure to check out the podcast. Yeah, definitely check out the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been a blog.